Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're going over to the Leaves subreddit. I was about to say the Weed subreddit. It's same thing, but obviously a uh, different name. <laughs> so the Leaves subreddit. Uh, but before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice. Try and learn something new, but I'm by no means a professional. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. I just want to apologize real quick. Yesterday was our fall fiesta. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that. Um, and I, it took me, it, it took a lot of setting up on Thursday night. So, uh, I was not able to record for Friday. So do apologize for missing that. We usually do anti-psychiatry on Saturday, but I, uh, figured with the, the, you know, the video last week and everything, I, I figured I'd, you know, uh, and since I, I don't think I've really talked about weed for a little bit and, you know, I had mentioned, uh, somebody had messaged me a little bit about it, uh, or, or you know, kind of talking about quitting weed. I, I just figured it would be good to just have like a, uh, to talk about it again. Um, and, you know, I was just talking to somebody about, you know, weed the other day and, you know, just how, uh, how, how broadly accepted it is as a, and I'm not trying to say that it doesn't have its benefits, but I do think we, we need to be realistic about it. I mean, cause I, you know, I'll give you an example, right? I remember I was talking to this guy and I was, I was, I was talking to him and usually when pe when I, I ask, when people talk about like, um, like, would you really want to go back to this person who has a bunch of red flags, right? And you point out all the evidence, right? They'll either, they, typically what I see is I, I usually hear, well, they're, they also have the good qualities. Well, they also have these qualities and they also, or they'll say, no, not at all. And then they'll still get back with it, right? Or get back with them. The reason why I bring that up is because I talked to somebody the other day and they said, uh, you know, I, I asked them this question because, you know, he brought up a bunch of red flags in this person. I was like, would you really want to just go back to that? And he just straight up said, yep. Even, even after everything, I just, yep, want to go back to it. reason why I bring that up is because, uh, you know, when it comes to weed, I find that I don't, uh, sorry, I actually, I'll, I'll just put them all in, into an umbrella here, but uh, substance, uh, sorry, substance abuse in general, I, I usually find that people are kind of, are, are mostly, are, I don't want to say mostly, because I don't know the statistics on it, but it seems like, anecdotally speaking, it seems like they're in denial on, um, you know, how it affects their lives or how it, um, you know, what it's doing to them, you know, um, and I'm not trying to say on like some, some people, it affects them very minorly, but I do think we have to be as honest as possible. I'm not trying to say we have to make up that, uh, life is going terrible for all of the, uh, sorry, all of the, the weed, the people who smoke weed out there. I'm not trying to say that, but we don't want to go to the other side where we just glorify it and we never talk about the downsides of it is basically the the idea that i'm talking about and actually an interest we have some interesting posts here so actually let me let me get into it because this is uh this is fascinating um because this first one was the one that really caught my eye one of the most important realizations i had about the moderation fantasy or what I like to call, uh, sorry, this is me speaking, or what I like to call the moderation argument, right? Everything is better in moderation, this, this, and that. Uh, but, you know, some a lot of times we use that for drugs as well, right? We, we talk about everything is good, is better, is, sorry, everything is 
okay in moderation, so eating, all that other stuff. But when we talk about drugs, I think it's a little bit different. So let's go ahead and see what they have to say. So one of the most important realizations I had about the modern, uh, the moderation fantasy came from something another lever told me. So leaves, right, means to leave weed. You don't wish you could moderate. You wish you could be high as uh, heck whenever, wherever, because you're addicted. Letting go of the idea that I could someday use weed in a non-problematic way is probably the most important part of truly embracing a sober life. I know, uh, I know what weed is like. It's not something I want to do for the rest of my life. Excuse me. So I might as well give up on the idea that weed has any place in my life anymore, because it doesn't. So the reason why I bring up drugs in particular, and in particular um, when it comes to addiction, uh, when we have this uh, moderation argument or moderation fantasy. We're usually hearing that from people who are non-addicts, right? You'll know when somebody is an addict and not and not an addict by, you know, is is the drug of is their drug of choice affecting their lifestyle? Is uh, and by lifestyle I mean the positive things in the life, right? Uh, obviously, it's going to affect their lifestyle, but like, how is it affecting them? Is it making things better? Is it making things worse? You know, those types of things. Um, and for me, I I will always argue that I think. Um, um, as uh you know sobriety is is the best choice because it takes away all of the complications of taking these drugs um you know because and and listen i i know that there are people out there who are really into drug therapy so uh uh i don't remember what the scientific name for mushrooms is psilocybin something like that 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 i've heard of ayahuasca trips i've heard of certain things right that's all well and good I will just say this, there's always going to be a potential risk that for those things, um, and, and for weed as well, uh, I, I don't know about the, the ayahuasca thing, but I, I've heard uh, shrooms can do it, um, but there is always a chance that it can awaken that, you know, if you already have a predisposition to psychosis, there's a chance that it could awaken that within you, um, and really with anything that you do that is hallucin uh, hallucinogenic of some sort. Uh, it can really do that. So I think you want to be careful before you really, you know, go into those things. And I, I just, I think we have to like, we have to fight back on this lie that, um, oh, everybody just goes through this phase or everybody goes through that phase or everybody goes through, uh, you know, it's not true. You don't have to go through, uh, like, I mean, there, there are certain phases in your life, right? But you don't, ha I, I don't understand when we started saying like, oh, you have to, uh, when you're in college, you have to start experimenting, right? That's like where, where, where people start talking about that stuff. I, I really wish that hadn't been pushed on as much as it was because it really started to like mess with me. I really started to be like, oh, well, I'm experimenting. And then guess what awakened? The, uh, the addictive side of, uh, side of me just ran with it. And so uh, you know, when we, when we talk about like that, uh, it, it's almost like we're telling kids, right. We're telling these kids like, Oh, don't worry, you will do it. Right. And making this basically this prophecy for them to be, um, basically making this prophecy for them, uh, you know, Oh, it will be like this. So now they, they have it in their head. Well, in college, guess I'm going to experiment, right? Guess it's okay. Guess it's going to no downsides at all. Because one day I'm going to grow out of it, right? Uh, but listen, I know some, you know, I, I've known some people who never got out of that experimental phase. Um, I've met some people who never got out of the experimental phase. And 
yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think it's necessary. I, I think, listen, if you want to do that, it is what it is, right? As long as you're an adult, you're more than welcome to do what you want. But um, telling kids that I think is really uh, detrimental for for their health and for uh, you know just just for their uh, their safety in general, right? If we just tell them that you know this is normal, then they're just going to do it like it's normal. But they're going to assume that also like the addictive qualities and everything like that they're just going to blame it on normality right like oh well this is normal right i'm just doing this it's normal just going out to party it's normal but then like you know once they start saying like i'm just going out to party and it's like every single night it's not that's not normal right and it's hard to tell it's hard to tell when you're in that in the thick of things where that line when you've crossed that line your friends might tell you, but your friends also might just like to party with you. So they might not say anything, right? It's pretty common to do that, to not say anything to your friends and, and uh, you know, when they're going downhill, you know. And to be fair, I just, I don't think those are, you know, like with my acquaintances, with, with acquaintances, I don't really do that, right? Like I don't intervene. I don't tell them like, oh yeah, like be careful not to do this. With my friends though, they're the ones where I'm like, are you, are you sure you want to do that or you know, what's, what's going on here, man? Like, you know, I remember you telling me you wanted to do this. Is there something going on? You know, um, those are friends. Acquaintances are different from friends. And I think that's important to remember. So either way, very interesting, uh, observation there. I really appreciate that. Um, let's see here. How long did it take you to enjoy things sober again? Some things like watching movies, playing video games, etc., are only enjoyable while high right now. I really want to start enjoying them sober again. Yeah, and I, I, I think you'll you'll notice something, right? Is that when you're when you're smoking weed, um, a lot of the things that are enjoyable typically for for me were sitting around and doing things that didn't lead to anything. So it was video games, certain things like that, you know, writing a book, but also just not writing a book, like just, just sitting there, like not writing any, just writing in circles and stuff. Uh, but for, uh, for me, I ended up kind of in, I kind of found things that I didn't enjoy before. Uh, and, and listen, I, I did enjoy exercise, exercise as well on, on weed. Uh, but I still enjoyed exercise. Um, you know, while not, while not high. And, um, it definitely had a lot of, uh, uh, it, it definitely took me a little while to kind of start getting into, especially hanging out with friends. And one of the things that you'll notice, um, oh, you know, I think there's another post on here that mentions something like this. I don't want to get too much into this, but, um, but a, a, one of the things that you'll notice is, uh, you know, things don't, you know, things don't feel the same. But at the same time, uh, it makes you want to go back to it, right? It's almost it's almost like a withdrawal symptom. That is a withdrawal symptom, basically. But it's basically your body saying, like, trying to trick you into, or your mind trying to trick you into going back to the thing, right? Because it, it wants its kick. It wants its kick, and it, you're not giving it its kick. So you're you're denying yourself, and so then your body kind of is like, you know what? Uh, is it really better being sober? Because, you know, we used to have this this habit that we built up for years, months, whatever it may be. Um, and you're not doing it. So why aren't we doing it? Right. And so people during that time are 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 very um, are very uh, susceptible to, 
you know, just saying, ah, you know what, this didn't feel too good. This doesn't feel too good. And they go based off a feeling instead of what's important, which is the long-term goal, which is having patience to see this thing through. Right. And, uh, you know, this, this would happen a lot with, with like, for me, it was pornography. So I would, I would quit. And then I'd be like, oh man, this sucks. Like a month, ah, you know, a month is long enough. And, you know, and it's like, oh, my body's craving it. So pro so, you know, I mean, it's just natural, right? So it, my body's craving it. So I might as well give it to it. You don't want to give your body everything that you crave, right? What if you crave, what if like randomly you crave, and you know, this comes with, uh, being introspective but what if you like you you get so angry at somebody that you crave to kill them right do you give yourself that do you give into that craving no right um you know you you've, you've heard i mean I've, I've heard of like uh you know people who had that have that craving to kill or i don't know if you guys ever watched dexter on uh, I, don't, I don't remember if it was on hbo or something like that but either way like all about a serial killer who uh, this uh, his his father figure is sorry adoptive father figures out that he has that 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 craving to kill so he, he decides hey listen why don't you do it on criminals instead of you know instead of uh uh you know regular people or instead of uh you know civilians you can you can harness this and put it towards those things right um so you know you you don't want to like just feed crazy because you know after a while he just keeps doing it right so you don't want to keep feeding those cravings over and over and over again right um and like i said like after a while you'll start to realize once you push through the pain you'll start to feel you're you're you'll start to get your baseline back to to normal to a certain degree right um but yeah i think it's important to uh to to wait it out um and so once again for me i want to say it was maybe it wasn't too long but i definitely like the video games and stuff like the stuff that really didn't amount to anything it took me a little while to, to get back into that, um, but I was drinking at that point, so I quit weed first, and then I quit drinking. So once I quit drinking, um, that's where I was like, ah, oh, dude, this. And, and listen, if things aren't as in, if that thing isn't as enjoyable anymore, you might want to cut it out. If it's if it's if it's not important, right? Video games, that kind of thing. Um, but if it's you know hanging out with a certain people, well, you might want to ask yourself, well, why why do I crave drinking when I'm with these people, right? a good question to ask yourself or you know uh, i mean is this activity actually worth worth doing or should i just maybe i should just quit doing it right now that i'm sober i have some more free time maybe i can put it into more useful things uh whatever it may be right so but anyway let's do one more guys because i want to get to this question here getting so or uh, this uh, post here getting sober made me realize that i hate my friends i took the plunge one thousandth time is the charm i guess and now I'm one month and eight days in. I'm trying to make my life better, see new people, places, and things. Now I realize that I basically have to do it alone. My two remaining friends are either too socially fearful to go out and have fun or too devoid of drive to make interesting things happen in their lives. All because they smoke, they smoke way too much weed. And the reason I didn't build relationships with more fun and interesting people over the last few years was because I smoked too much weed. I resent these friends, these quote-unquote friends, for being bo so boring. I resent weed for making me stagnant for so long. And most of all, I resent myself for letting it turn out like this. So I'm going to the clubs alone tonight. Screw it. It's either that or fall right back to my old ways, smoking and numbing out uh, from the harsh rea realities of this loneliness. Happy Halloween weekend. Um, yeah, and 
I would just say this, if you are going to the club, make sure you don't replace this addiction with another. Um, and, you know, when you, and, you know, I think that's, you start to really realize who your friends are when you're sober. Um, because all of a sudden, you know, you start to realize, oh man, these people don't want to hang out anymore. That's really weird. Like now that you don't drink, um, you know, I started to, when I got sober, I started to notice like people weren't as interesting to be around, uh, because, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever, uh, had this moment where you're sober and somebody else is drunk, like one of your friends is drunk and they're trying to talk to you. It's almost like you guys are speaking completely different languages. Whereas if you're both drunk, right, it feels like your guys are speaking poetry to each other. It feels like you guys are having philosophical conversation and to, to a certain point, right. You can be. Um, but when one person's sober and one person is drunk, it is like, ah, dude, I've, I've talked to people who, like my friends who just got completely wasted sometimes. And it's dude, it's like talking to a wall, like a very stumbly cracked wall, just like you know, stumbling over. Um, it is, it is so insane, dude. Like to, to watch people, uh, or to, to, you know, talk to your friend one second and then like, uh, five or six beers in, they're like not the same person anymore, you know? Uh, and I obviously uh, was like this to like when, you know, when, whenever I would be around my mother and she would have to talk to me while I was drunk or, you know, whenever I was around my, my uh, friends and they had to talk to me while I was drunk, like that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, and it just means you're growing up. Right. And if your friends aren't growing up too, and, you know, hopefully, you know, I pray that these, these, these friends of yours or quote unquote friends of yours would, you know, eventually grow up as well. Cause you know, drugs do keep us stagnant, man. It's a way to sedate us, you know? And I, I think that's why I talk so much about purpose and community, right? So for me, my purpose and community comes a lot from my faith and a lot from the church community, right? We just had fall fiesta yesterday. And so, uh, uh, sorry, that's not my, the fall fiesta is not my only purpose over there, but you know, you know what I mean? Like serving and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, and you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wanted to do any of that if I, if I had a drug, my drug of choice over at home, you know, just waiting for me. Oh man, I got weed at home. Ah, nah, I don't want to help out. I don't need to do that. I don't need, I don't want to do this. Um, but, uh, but yeah, once again, just be careful about replacing weed with something else. Uh, once again, I basically went from weed and alcohol. Well, obviously I was doing a lot of weed. So I went from, sorry, weed and, uh, weed and alcohol to, pretty heavy weed, uh, alcohol use on, on Friday. And then, um, almost exclusively weed because then I changed al I traded out alcohol for edibles. It's not great to drink and do edibles. And then I basically just quit weed, but then I went to alcohol full time, full time. Like it's a job. <laughs> I was, I basically made it a full time job. Um, but either way guys, it's a, uh, it's, it's a tough uh, thing to go through and my heart goes out to anybody who is dealing with any of these uh, withdrawal um, uh, with, with, with what happens with withdrawal. Uh, and even though there aren't a lot of physical withdrawal uh, symptoms from weed, there can be, uh, obviously I went through some of them, uh, the, the physical withdrawal stuff, but there can be a lot of emotional uh, phys uh, mental withdrawals from it. So just be careful guys, you know, listen, I don't think weed is as, uh, safe as what people say and I don't, I don't think it's as dangerous as what like some other people say but i do think that we have to be honest about what it can do what it 
will do if you do have a uh, predisposition to psychosis. And we do need to talk about, like, we do have to acknowledge people who are dealing with the um, with addiction from it, from the, the carelessness of people who just say, like, oh, yeah, weed's no problem. Weed's no problem. We're starting to see the outlook on it, guys. Or we're starting to see the aftermath of it. So hopefully you guys all enjoyed that. Uh, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box. Also in the info box will be the Leaves subreddit if you guys would like to become a part of that or go ahead and check it out. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can always email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual. <laughs>